Hey, hey, welcome to the latest edition of Pretty Corrupt Podcast, your inside guide to celebrity scandals and the reality of reality TV. I'm Jordan Ross Myers, creator of Twitter's notorious Don Gunwilson and Lee Radswell, along with my co-host Stacey Noel Connor. Nate Safer's away this week. We are diving into the Battle of the Windsors with William and Kate's trip to America and Harry and Meghan's new Netflix series, the salacious Good Morning America cheating scandal, and Bethany Frankel's latest attempt at a rebrand away from the Real Housewives. I hear it's somebody's birthday this week. In fact, it's, well, it's the day that this podcast comes out. <laughs> I'm turning 87, finally. I was going to say 21 a few times removed. I like, <laughs> like that kind tw- of math. 21 times 6. <laughs> <laughs> Any I'm- plans? Right now, no, honestly, to sleep in is what my plan is because yeah. I have the day off. So, yeah, you know, that it does become just a luxury to do nothing at a certain point. You know, I say that, like, as long as you're doing something or not doing something that makes you happy on your birthday, then that's a happy birthday. And it also it can be a pain in the ass. People who are born, I believe, like, from like around Thanksgiving to Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Mm -hmm. You're kind of fucked like with the holidays because there's either there's Thanksgiving, there's Christmas, there's New Year's, there's everybody's partied out. Everybody has a party to go to. There's all these different things. There's Hanukkah too because Hanukkah comes in somewhere, the beginning, middle, or end of that season. Um, And and people are traveling. So it's really hard to like try to plan something. And also if you try to plan a party, you run into it being way more expensive because places are jacking up their prices because other places are going to have their holiday parties and stuff. So, yeah. So some years I'm like, want to do something. And then the closer I get to my birthday, I just go. (sighs) When, when you were growing up, did people ever try rolling Christmas gifts into birthday? Like, did you get, did you get screwed on gifts? 100%. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But I will say this. My parents were really good about trying to make the two separate for me. It mm-hmm. wasn't until I got older, like a teenager, when I wanted kind of like bigger ticket items that then I was like, well, this is okay if it's a birthday slash Christmas yeah. present. The only thing is that my brother's birthday's in June. So exactly six months away from mine and from Christmas. And I started to notice, though, that he could get pretty big pretty big ticket items separately for his birthday and for Christmas. And finally it was like, no, 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 no. He might be the younger one, but he is also the least responsible one too. (laughs) Yeah. My birthday's in August, which I always liked because I never had to go to school on my birthday, which was a big thing. But my parents have pointed out something I wasn't aware of as a kid. It was harder to plan birthday parties for me because everyone was on summer break. Kids could be on vacation or camp. I didn't have, I couldn't go to school and hand out invitations in my classroom. Um, So I don't, I enjoyed it, but. I was a Leo, so I think I was just focused on the fact that it was my birthday. It's all about you, yeah. baby. It's all about you. Well, yeah. for me, it's all about me, too. I'm like, I don't yeah. care about my birthday. It's about me. Screw Jesus. It's about me. <laughs> you know how I figured out your birthday? 
Your middle name's No. I knew it was December, and your middle name's Noel, mm-hmm. and you have red hair. So I mm-hmm. knew it was Christmas associated. Yep. Yep. It's funny because the so Noel, you know, it's a, Christmas is whatever. And then the name Stacy comes from Anastasia, which means the resurrection. And so mm. I, I am the alpha and the omega of the beginning <laughs> and the end. <laughs> I thought you were going to say it comes from the lost Romanov. <laughs> I mean that too. So, you know, <laughs> I'm you, royalty. I'm, I'm a queen, baby. I'm a queen. <laughs> What fun things have happened this week besides your birthday? Well, we have a once in future queen that was in in the states this uh, this That's week. That's right. Mm-hmm. We have William and Kate. How do we? Okay, the proper way now they are the prince and princess of Wales. Yes, she is Catherine, princess of Wales, mm-hmm. and he is Prince William of Wales, and they're. There's a difference in phrasing because he was born to it and she has it through him. So she is like Diana was actually Diana, Princess of Wales. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a it's a whole thing. That these are the kind of things that keep me up at night or help me fall asleep. I learn, you know, Princess Radswell, Princess. <laughs> there's a uh-huh. whole title name. So yeah, but they are now. Because we used to call her Kate Middleton, but I think the proper way would be to call her Catherine or Princess Catherine. Yeah. I'm going to call her Kate Middleton. (laughs) Something I heard recently is that she she really prefers to be called Catherine. Mm. I don't know if that's true, but yeah, she doesn't really like Kate. She prefers Catherine. But I mean, apparently... Jackie was that way. She like... Preferred to be called Jack, Jack Jacqueline, Jacqueline, unless you were like super close. Man. So, well, yeah. Well, apparently, the, these succession things like you don't have to necessarily have like this huge. It's not about having a uh, a ceremony. The ceremony is really mm-hmm. just ceremonial. Like as soon as the queen died, Charles automatically became King Charles. Therefore, yeah. William automatically became. Prince of Wales. So it's like, right. it just automatically happens. So, which is interesting. I was like, I was like, I don't realize that. I don't really care, but I, I don't Because then that. they'd be without, they'd be without a king until the coronate or a monarch until, mm-hmm. like the president. I mean, if one gets shot, or I shouldn't say that, but if anything <laughs> happens to the president in any circumstance, whether it's illness, emergency, death, automatically the next in line, the vice president or mm-hmm. so on takes the role. Yep. But they were here in a Wow, I just gave my, my UCLA poli sci degree is coming through. Finally. But <laughs> I know I put it to such good use over the years. But no, William and Kate were in Boston this week. For what was it? Earthshot. Some I kind of so. green. It's like an environmental nonprofit. Perfect. Are they doing like, I don't even know. I'd never even heard of this, but I, there's nonprofits all over the place. That's one of the number one things that people like to say when you're casting for a reality show, or like a competition show with any money on the lines, like what would you do with this money? And a lot of people are like, well, 
I'd start a nonprofit. Fuck that. Tell me what you really going to use that money for. Like, I'll be honest. I'm a for profit. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. I mean, look, there's some people who are do gooders who like that's their lives. Like, they're already, they already work in like, you know, the charitable space. So it's like, okay, well, Mm -hmm. that's not off for them, but half the, more than half the people, you just like immediately they're like, well, I'm starting a non. I'm like, stop it right there. Stop. Just stop. Like, let's just stop. Yeah. Why don't you like spend that money and help the economy? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Did you see, you know, um, I guess we should start with her. There were two, they had, well, they had three major appearances. I'm the one we all saw them courtside at the game. Mm -hmm. What is Boston? The Celtics? Celtics? The Celtics. They're called Celtics. Because I hear, (laughs) is it... Yeah. Well, the, the Celtics. Celtics Celtics are the the people of the British Isles. Um yeah. and but they're called the team here is called the Celtics, you know, cuz America. You know they knew nothing about that sport. I liked watching. I watched the parts of the game just for their reactions. Like, yay team. You know. It's like Americans watching cricket or really, honestly, soccer. I mean, football, Mm -hmm. whatever you want to call it. Like, (laughs) I felt bad for them having to sit through it, especially her, because she has to keep a smile on her face and stay composed. Right. So. Right. She can't look. She can't look like confused at any point. Or And then they had the gala. Yeah. And the gala we've all seen on Twitter. She was wearing that dress. She was wearing that green dress. You did you see it? Yeah, I did. I didn't really um, love the the style of the dress, like the cut of the dress. I didn't think. I just didn't. I just didn't love it. But everybody's like on the color about it, and I just felt it was a nod to to Queen Elizabeth when Queen Elizabeth wore that green, you know, mm. suit dress, and everybody put the you know did a green screen on it, and that was hilarious. I was like, I feel like it's just a nod to Granny. I wonder though with it, okay, so the theme of it was it's an environmental nonprofit and sustainability recycling. So they all guests were asked to wear something to either reuse an outfit mm-hmm. or rent an outfit, something sustainable, not mm-hmm. and so she rented hers. I looked it up, of course. Um it's from, uh, we have Rent the Runway here. That's what people mm-hmm. like Lisa Rinna. A lot of the housewives use Rent the Runway. I use Hers, it. Hers. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I use it for weddings all the time. Like, I'm not going to mm-hmm. buy a new dress. Like, no. It, hers is from, actually, it's called Her. H-U-R-R. Yeah. H-U-R-R Collective. I don't know if it's unique to England. Um, but it's basically Rent the Runway. I like the sound, but it was the dress itself. We saw it was green screen, which I'll dive into in a second, I guess. But the brand was a Solace London, and it wasn't expensive to begin with about 450 500 bucks US. And then I looked, I don't know if she actually paid the rental fee, but it was like 74 $100 to rent. That's awesome, yeah. Which, though, by the way, what she was wearing, though, I love her other something borrowed. She's wearing priceless crown jewel emeralds. Yep. The necklace was a choker. 
made for Queen Mary, who was Queen Elizabeth's grandmother. That would be William's great-great-grandmother. Great, great but it was made f famous in recent generations by Diana. She wore it as a headband mm -hmm. instead of a necklace sometimes. That's a pretty ball or something borrowed, like renting. It's not well, like I mean, she got. She's got. She's got quite the like, you know, jewelry store to borrow from anytime. The best in the world. Yeah. I mean, that's. A, I love that. It's like, oh, the, I love. I love that. That's her version of secondhand. Priceless right. Crown. Priceless crown. <laughs> I mean, too bad she couldn't have like. Diana's revenge dress, you know, there. Oh. Just ima when, imagine like recycling a Diana dress. That would have been amazing. That yeah. That would have actually been really cool. I mean, they auctioned off a lot of the iconic ones for charity. Yeah. And maybe it would be too close to home. Yeah. But she did have such an archive of like famous couture gowns. Mm -hmm. She does it to rocker jewelry though, which is I'll take it. She has the sapphire wedding ring she mm -hmm. has yeah not a bad but that dress up it was green screen green it was almost like taffy colored green you know what i mean like mm -hmm. when you get like you know saltwater taffy and it's that green colored that's what color that dress was it wasn't a very good green in my opinion like, I don't no. think the dress was, like, a bad dress. I just didn't love the dress. Like, I didn't hate... Like, some people were hating on it so hard. And I was like, no, I don't think it's terrible. She, look, I, she looks amazing no matter what. She's got... She, I mean, for having three children, oh, my God. Like, I'm so jealous. Like, I don't even look like that. And I haven't had three children. But, like, she... But, but yeah. It, but also, I, I do kind of wonder if maybe, depending on what that fabric is, if maybe it's, like reflecting some light and so it's not photographing as well because sometimes some things photograph differently mm -hmm. than they look actually on so i don't know well my thing with it like i keep saying green screen green is it's not that it's necessarily unattractive the strategy is off i don't know if her stylist didn't realize it if her social media manager was on vacation but she was inviting herself to be memed well, that's why I and think it's an see, homage to to Granny because when, when I I mean, but the memeing is like, uh, you know, people were putting Harry and Meghan on her dress. I love. Yeah. I saw that one. It's like, oops. I was trying, but I couldn't get. I don't know how people were able to do it so quickly. I was like, because you know, sometimes there's a meme generator and you could yeah. just plug it right in if you find the right site. I was going to start plugging like the PCP logo in, create free advertisements <laughs> for us. <laughs> My face all over it. I don't know. But I, I never figured it out. And then, yeah. But, um... And then what else was there? Oh, Catherine O'Hare was there, which is pretty cool. Was Myra she? Rose. She was at the, I didn't see her photograph, but she was at the um, gala too. Oh my God. You can God. stream it on YouTube and PBS. I mean, most oh, people, I, I mean, that, it's but... for, it's to benefit the environment, which is an important cause. But you know, that's not why people are tuning in. They're looking right. to see the Prince and Princess of Wales in America. And then, of course, 
I don't think this got as much publicity, but you know it was my dream come true. I think it was the, I believe it was the next day they met with Caroline Kennedy and President Biden at the the John F. Kennedy Library. This trip was Boston only, three Mm -hmm. days. And they met, which is huge history because Caroline Kennedy's grandfather was the ambassador. Joe Kennedy was the ambassador to England for Prince William's great-grandfather. And JFK and Jackie, her parents, went to the palace for his grandmother, the queen. So this is just like generations. It made me tingle, you know. (laughs) I got so, like my mind was just like going. Did you feel a disturbance in the force? And then all of a sudden look look online and you're like, oh, this is why. This is why. I yeah, I was probably three. It's three hours ahead, so I probably woke up at like five a.m. Just shot up awake and like, yeah, no, that was pretty cool though. I mean that that didn't get as much press, but from the again the poli sci history side, that was pretty cool. Now we're having the fusion of things like Jackie and Diana and Kate all coming together in one setting. That's what tweets are made of. <laughs> It is. <laughs> and then we've got the same week, well, Harry and Meghan dropped the trailer for their Netflix docuseries yeah, I was, or documentary. I was about to do, yeah, I was about to do this fun little segue where I was like, you know, even though they were in America, guess who they didn't see? <laughs> <laughs> there were no stops in Montecito. No one from Montecito was going to Boston. I think after that trailer dropped for Netflix, I don't know if they'll be talking to Harry and Meghan any sooner than they were. Right? Yeah, exactly. Later than later than sooner. Oh, man, this is like I just keep going. Like, oh, I don't know. I don't know what to think. In all honesty, like I go back and forth and I also just think nobody's 100 wholly bad and nobody's 100 wholly good. You know what I mean? So it's like, and I've also said this before, that I don't stand anybody. So it's like, but sometimes I'm less like, why? If you want these to get better, like, why are you making these documentaries then? Like, or do you not want, Maybe like... I- I mean, I think it's important to get your story out there, but I'm like, I don't, I don't know, I don't know, but I haven't seen it yet. We haven't seen it, so I don't know what it says. So we don't. Yeah, know. I've seen. We saw the trailer. I, I just watched it again, and I mean, I love it. It's like it's, it's it's classy. It's dramatic. It's black and white. It's like it's like, yeah. Yeah, and what it what does Megan say in it? She says, dun, 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 dun. "This gave me chills." What did she say? God, do I not have the line in front of me? That really bothers me. God, you're so unprepared. I, this is really, yeah. ADD, I'm sorry. But she said something like, with stakes this high, when the stakes are this high, wouldn't you rather hear the story from us? Something like that. And I was but like, what are the stakes? This is like That's housewives what I sit down. What are the stakes? Yeah, I'm trying to, she's implying something there. Is it yeah. life or death? I mean, right? Because like, because if it's just fame and notoriety, I mean, she implies something like that. 
I felt that tone made it seem like they had to flee the country in the middle of the night as refugees because they were going to be thrown in the Tower of London. That right. was a little dramatic for me. Yeah. That's that's what I was like. I was like, what are what are these stakes that you're talking about? Like, is it just your reputation? Is it like, yeah, being thrown thrown being thrown in the Tower of London? Is it safety? Is it the safety of your children, of yourself, of your husband? Like, what what is it? I don't I don't know. And so that's like I'm 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 excited for it though. Oh yeah, because I'll watch it. they give very yeah they give the two sides Megan. Uh, Megan and Harry versus William and Kate, they give very, they give, it's actually a f- complete package of media because you have William and Kate who give you the smile and the wave, the royal silence and mystery. And now you have Me- Megan and Harry who are giving us that housewives drama that we, mm-hmm. as a generation that's grown up with celebrities, like, a reality celebrities. I mean, knowing the ins and outs and social media of what mm. ex- celebrities exposing themselves like that. We get the complete package of the Windsors that way. This is true. Do, do you so, watch yeah. the crown at all? Yes. Okay. So did you, have you watched this, this past season? This, you this mean the current season, season, season yeah. five? I season saw five. a little bit of it. I've watched everything up to this. Oh my god! Well, yeah, because like I have, I have very strong opinions about this season. It mm-hmm. just it felt without like giving anything away to you. It felt very like um too flattering to to Prince Charles, and I'm saying Prince Charles like because at the time like Prince Charles mm-hmm. like very very like, which is funny since he wasn't king. Yeah, when this was written or filmed, but I was right. just like, "This is a really good PR job for him." I was like, "This mm-hmm. is like, even though like, and 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 it, and it was not very. I didn't think it was very kind to to Diana. I just felt like I was like, I don't, I don't know, you know. And plus, we're also getting to this stage of where more people were alive during this time period and kind of know what mm-hmm. this looked like in some sense of the word, you know? Also, I was like watching it and I'd be, and I like these conversations that were being had. I was like the whole issues. Well, the whole, like most of the problem that this family has with each other is that they don't say what they mean. They don't mm-hmm. say how they really feel. And this entire season, what's happening. They're having honest conversations with each other and saying what they feel. That doesn't happen. That's why we have issues. This is why Harry, Harry and William are having issues right now. Like this is what's going on. Like, mm-hmm. because they don't have these conversations. So this is completely unrealistic. I cannot accept this whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Since we're looking right now at the current royals from all angles, like we mentioned, William and Charles, the succession, or in their case, is it accession, accession of the throne, ascension, ascension. ascension. That's what I get. They're all words. Yeah, um, ascension to the throne, and we have the polar opposites this week with Meghan and Harry, William and Kate. I realized something. William, I, um, the palace is using, this is, might be a personal opinion, but I think it's the, you know, I look at PR strategy and things like that all the time. Um, there, the palace is using 
Megan and Kate and this feud and this drama to distract from the real issue in the family if they want to talk about someone compromising the royal family. Mm-hmm. It's not Megan and Harry moving to America. Mm-hmm. It's not Kate, not that many people say it, it's not Kate being born a commoner, becoming a princess, whatever they're, or Kate, Megan, Kate fighting. It's that right now the cheater and his mistress are on the throne. We don't talk about that a lot. You know, everyone criticizes Megan, everyone analyzes um, Kate's marriage and villainizes Megan. How about the woman who broke up Charles and Diana's marriage? She was the mistress and she is now queen of England, queen consort, essentially queen. We're not. So when people want to say like all the damage Megan's done, I'm sorry, that hoe over there, Parker Bowles, (laughs) (laughs) she set this into motion. You know, I, I kind of have respect for Camilla Parker Bowles because that woman, she played the long game. Mm-hmm. And she, like, she, and, but also, I hate to say this, like, she did the typically kind of British thing. She kept her mouth shut mm-hmm. and she just, like, and kept her head down and knew what she was going for and just stuck it out and did it but she did i i have to respect her game i probably shouldn't and by the way i can't say she broke up their marriage no it takes two to cheat you can't steal someone but let's be honest she is now the acting queen of england and we're talking about i grew up in the middle of their divorce Mm -hmm. i was like seven ten years old remembering all that drama yeah it was dominated it was Charles and Camilla, who who through their creepy con- phone conversations, taught me some rather vulgar things as a child. So <laughs> no wonder um, it makes you blush today. <laughs> so leave. So when they say Megan's damaging it, my no. my sweet Duchess from the Valley. No, no, no. There's been like Camilla's getting been- a pass. Look, Megan's not Megan's not doing any damage. Like to excuse me, the German family that's on the throne. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> we have, you had a, a former king that was a Nazi sympathizer. Like they shipped him yeah. off the Bahamas to get him off the continent to get him away from Adolf Hitler. Like let's yeah. let's let's be real. And that was just less than a, that was less than a hundred years ago. Like he was basically the uh, what was he, King George? King yeah, he Edward. was. Um, no, he was King Edward. King Edward was basically the Kanye of the Windsors. Yeah. Kind of <laughs> he was saying but, things, befriending people, mm-hmm. causing some issues. But, but when you were when you were saying like the the scandal, I thought you were I thought you were going to talk about Prince Andrew. <laughs> I was oh like, God, I see. I forgot because that's about the real that. scandal. See, that's the real scandal that's going on is that they're mm-hmm. co- that they keep covering up for Prince Andrew. They yeah. allow just a t- maybe a tiny hit of like, um, uh, no repercussions, but like a little slap. Like maybe something will happen to Andrew now, and no, nothing happens to him. No, no, Mm-mm. he's no. the queen's blood. So he's the biggest embarrassment to that family. So I forget about him. That's how good they are at covering him up. I yeah. don't forget about him. I will never forget. I, I'm kind of forget. hoping. 
<laughs> I'm kind of hoping Diana haunts them on the the throne. And like at their coronation, I don't know if you've ever seen Fiddler on the Roof, that no. scene where Fruma Sarah, the ghost, comes up from the grave to haunt her <laughs> husband for remarrying, ruin the wedding. That's what. I but think we Di- enough- Diana's ghost has better things to do. Diana doesn't need to fight them. She won. She I will did. always. She, she has. She was the. She was Princess of Wales, but the Queen of Hearts, and she knew it. She called herself that. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know who else had a cheating scandal this week? Over on, I'm going to sound like one of those people who went, went for a semester abroad. Over across the pond here. Um, <laughs> good morning, America. I like my transitions are a plus. <laughs> you, 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 you're getting better. <laughs> <laughs> I have not watched any morning television in a very long time. But this almost made me want to. Almost. But no, Mm. I'm not going to. But at the same time, everybody was like, because I have not watched season two of The Morning Show. But everybody was like, well, this is just The Morning Show in real life. And I was like, oh, well, I should watch the morning season two of The Morning Show then. And, uh, but I totally forgot that Amy Robach was married to Andrew Shue. And I was like, oh, fuck. And then I was like, also, Andrew Shue's single now? Let's do this. (laughs) Let's do this. Go for it. Because I had had a crush on him, like Melrose Place days. I did. I had a crush on him. I was shocked. I didn't, like, when they, I didn't know they were married or anything. But but he was like a Melrose Place heartthrob and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, And so... You know, I just assumed she was cheating on her husband who was like a lawyer or something. I don't know. And then they flashed the husband she just cheated on. It was like, oh, my God, that's Billy from Melrose Place. Right? Well, and apparently, too, allegedly, because Andrew and Amy were married before they were married to each other. Mm-hmm. And now there's talk. So I'm, I don't know. I haven't been able to nail it down. So allegedly, maybe they were cheating before they got like with each other before they got together or the timelines are just very close to when they got together. So maybe they were just talking to each other or at least flirting with each other. I don't know. I know Amy was, Amy left, Amy was cheating on her ex with Andrew. Mm. And now you, you lose them the way you got them with cheaters. So, I mean, Andrew can't be, I mean, that's just general. I think it's kind of cool, though. I have to say, this is usually men who play that game. Yeah. Good for Amy. Just well, leaving these men just, in the dust. In all, in all honesty, both men and women do it. It's mm-hmm. just a lot of the times, men who get cheated on are too embarrassed to really say much about it. Women mm-hmm. will go scorched earth when they're cheated on. They will tell every fucking person. But a mm-hmm. man, I've, and I've seen it personally in my own life, on both sides of the fence. And and like I've seen just men who get cheated on just try to do everything they can to keep the woman. And as soon as a as soon as a woman's cheated on, just be like, fuck you, I am out. I mean, full on waiting to exhale, burning down that BMW with everything mm-hmm. in it. They are just like, nope, I put up with enough shit. I'm out. This is it. Boom. And I don't care who the fuck knows. Whereas men are just like, no, 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 no. no. 
So that's why that's why I think because men and women cheat equally. There, like I think, well, affairs affairs are different than cheating, in my opinion, because affairs are like mm. pro- protracted thing in that sense. So, so like, wait, are affairs worse? Is cheating I think like affairs are worse stand? because Affair like that's, has an affair is long term with emotional involvement. Right, exactly. Okay. And and it takes a lot of planning. You know, I think there's and there's different levels of cheating. Like, you know, there's there's the person who just fucks up once and you know sleeps with somebody and that's like that's that. And then there's the person who's like the serial cheater who's like just sleeping with like whatever. And that's that tends to be men. Mm-hmm. Men just will tend to like you know, just fuck around. Mating. <laughs> Yeah. Mm. Women don't do that as much, but women will have affairs. Women mm-hmm. have affairs. Men, but obviously they're having it with men, but like sometimes that man's not married too. So I don't know if any yeah. what I said made sense, but uh, that's okay. I, I got it. It's, it's just you, the way she is now on her third guy, she keeps cheating. It's pretty, I shouldn't <gasps> applaud it, but. She's a modern, powerful. Well, woman. and apparently TJ Hooker do. here, the guy she like cheated on him with. Oh, TJ Holmes. TJ Holmes. <laughs> Shit, I knew I was going to do know, that. That actually ties in really well because Amy's a soon-to-be ex-husband or ex. Have they? I think they're fine. Anyways, Andrew Shu, Billy from Melrose Place, TJ Hooker is another Aaron Spelling show. Oh my God, so, there you go. <laughs> yep. That's how my mind works. <laughs> well, so so apparently, so TJ Holmes, so obviously he, he was married and he was wearing his wedding ring up to, to like a few days ago till this all broke. But he though apparently had a three-year-long affair with a producer there at GMA before mm-hmm. messing around with Amy and... Uh, and Amy apparently knew about this because they had both confided in her. And then that relationship ended and then he was trying to work things out with his wife. And so his wife is like really blindsided because she thought that they were working things out and then come to find out that they're together also because, and this is what happens. Cause thing is most of the time your husband's not going to have an affair with his secretary, he's going to have it with your friend. Sorry. Like, mm. cause they would like do couple things together. They were like, like, I mean, I just hate, like, just, you're never safe. Don't put it past anybody. Just expect to be fucked over. Like, like, let's just go through life that way. Like, like mm-hmm. don't ever think that you're safe. <laughs> that's you that's my the- childhood trauma talking right now. <laughs> <laughs> you're never safe. You- we're never safe. You know how those pictures came out? This is what I'm hearing. I'm I like Mrs. Holmes. She's an attorney, very smart. I think she mm-hmm. reps Rock Nation. Like this oh. is not this is not a this is this woman can hold her own. His those pictures that were leaked were taken by her private investigator. <gasps> Good for her. Mm-hmm. 
she took them to the press. That's what allegedly. I mean, it's, I don't know if I have to say allegedly because they're not saying anything super damaging there. And if anything, I'm applauding her for this. Hell hath no fury like a woman scorn. See, waiting that. to exhale. Let's burn that, that fucking BMW, man. To <laughs> she it. lit the match, tossed it on his career, mm-hmm. and walked away, just like the movie. That's one of my favorite gifts, Jeffs. Oh yeah, I you send, send it to you, you guys all lot. the time. <laughs> Anytime I'm ready to snap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Good Morning America is keeping them. They're two consenting adults on the same... On the same professional level. Mm-hmm. If one of them was a supervisor and the other a subordinate, it would be different. But they're kind of free. If anything, I bet people are tuning in more now. I was just about to say that. I was like, I bet their ratings have jumped. Especially because it's GMA 3, like hour 3, which is like the, you know, the Hoda and Jenna hour. So I bet mm-hmm. like now Hoda and Jenna are screwed. Sorry, ladies. Like... <laughs> It's, yeah. Everybody wants to see the the fireworks going on between Amy and TJ. It's screenshotting slow mo their body language. Yes. Oh my gosh, there's going to be so many YouTube videos. Like definitely analyzing the words that they use, eye movements, body language. Did you see her hand kind of flicker near his? Like, oh my gosh, look at that. There's Are they having we've... problems? She turned away really fast. There's that guy we've referenced on here. He's, a, I think he has an Instagram and he does re- the body language expert. Oh yeah, is the b- body name? language guy. He's uh, obsessed he, with Megan. He is obsessed and... with Megan. Like at first, at first he wasn't. Like I'd watched a few of his, and he had like different people, and he did a few on Megan. But then it was like. It was like all Megan, and I was like, okay, I'm unsubscribing. I can't watch yeah. this. Like, this is no, no, no. Now you're just trolling her. Like, uh uh-uh. Maybe now, though, he'll have new content. Good morning, America. Please, let's do it. Let's do it. Like let's that. let's move on to Amy and TJ, which is funny. This- so my my brother-in-law's name is TJ, and my dad, <laughs> he says it, TJ, TJ. <laughs> And so anytime it's like family get togethers, we like to make fun of my dad and go, and he'll say, TJ, we'll be like, TJ. Was it on Good Morning America today that we saw, you and I both saw the same clip and I don't even remember if it was the Today Show or No, it was Today Show. It was Hoda and and Jenna. At least that's what I, it was, I think that's what you're talking about. With Bethany? Yeah. She's back for round. I don't know what round it is because she never goes. She never lately, especially the like chaotic energy with her. You don't know. You could wake up at four a.m. and there's her trying on a lip gloss, <laughs> a new video of her criticizing a Starbucks muffin. I don't know. I don't. But now know. she has a new show coming out. Yes, Money Court. Yeah. Yeah, it's on CNBC. They. Um. I remember last year a company that I was working for in casting, I wasn't working on Money Court, but the company I was working mm-hmm. for, they had another team working on Money Court. I didn't realize till like later on that it was that Bethany and then one of the other guys from Shark Tank is on it. Um Kevin O'Leary. Yes. That's it. Because I never watched Shark Tank. Um but yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but but the the beginning of the interview that I saw, they were talking about um, I guess about her new podcast and how, uh, you know, Andy had 
kind of said something to her about it because the whole criticism and the thing that like kind of like kind of what I put put up on our TikTok was that you know, she she's she tries to she was she definitely gives housewives the props that it deserves for for getting her where she's gotten, but then she'll t- she'll sometimes throw it under the bus at times mm-hmm. and try to distance herself. So it's like, I'm too good for this. And then when things don't work out, okay, let me run back to Bravo. Let me run back to housewives. And then I'm too good for this. And then let me come back as opposed to just, you could distance yourself, but, uh, but always just keep it on like a more of an up and up type of thing. Yeah. The, and I think it, that that's where I like have an issue with it. It was like, you keep trashing housewives and then coming back to it. And now you've got a podcast that's all about the housewives when you've tried, you've, 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 you've made fun of, you know, everybody who has a housewives podcast, including like former housewives and stuff like that. So like, what makes you any she, better? She has this way. Bethany has this way of trashing things over and over again, then getting desperate, jumping in, and pretending like she invented the game. Yep. I was joking on Twitter. We're about three weeks away from her announcing she has a cabaret show, the very <laughs> first of any housewife. Yep. I mean, and that's what it's – she's made multiple returns to Bravo. Um, her, that didn't, her spinoffs didn't pan out well. Uh, her HBO Max show, which was very, mm-hmm. very apprentice-like, did not pan out well. This one could, I mean, it's kind of like, I realize it's a fusion, a little bit Shark Tank, a little bit Judge Judy. Mm-hmm. And when I was watching the promo clips, if there's finally a vibe I could compare Bethany's to, it would be Judge Judy. Mm-hmm. That kind of no-nonsense New York a bit abrasive mm-hmm. and so i mean i'm i don't care either you know we don't <laughs> bethany and i don't know the best history bethany and don gunvalson <laughs> but i do give her props for that but as much as i make fun of these housewives the more they engage me it's it's a the more they you know the more yeah. they engage me the more the attention you get um so I don't hate Bethany, but I love to hate Bethany. That's a good way to put it. <laughs> and so, you know, but she does, she trashes housewives all the time. And it's, that was, that was her biggest success. Housewives, she'll forever be, she did have Skinny Girl, which she built off the housewives platform. And that was a pretty big success. Mm-hmm. But since then, she's kind of been floating. You know, she mm-hmm. flips houses. She tries some TV shows and brands. She tries to distance her personal brand from Housewives, but Housewives is what made her. Yeah. There's no way to separate it. And the thing is, is that, you know, I people, as someone who, myself, like, has never, I'm not the person who like joined a company and has stayed with it for like 30 years and is going to have a pension or whatever. Like I totally get like trying new things and, and, and being an entrepreneur in that sense. Like I wouldn't call myself an entrepreneur, but I get bored very easily. I know what kind of vein that I like to work in, but I like Mm -hmm. to try different things within those veins, within that vein. So I get her like doing a bunch of different things and you have to, you have to fail at stuff. Not everything's going to work. Amazing. But it is that whole trash kind of trashing where she came from. And we all Mm -hmm. know where she came from. It's not like it's a secret where she came from. Yeah, We all know where she came from. And so it's just like, 
It's like she's always, uh, or since leaving, she's always saying she's so much, she's too big for housewives. And then in some capacity, she returns. And I think in some ways for some fans, which is probably like myself included, was like, well, then am I a dummy for having watched you and having cared about you? Like, are we, are you saying that we as the audience are foolish for having cared about about you like we oh, built for her. these like stupid women like because i don't find them stupid like or you know i might find an individual stupid but in general like i enjoy this this is entertainment for me i do care mm. about these characters so are you've left now and you're trashing it so what does that make me like i never and, thought of it that way i think she's mocking I, the audience that kind of raised th- her yeah, I think Elevate, that's, elevated her. I think that's how some some fans or viewers see that mm-hmm. because it's like you don't want to say that you would take a television show personally, but look, if you, I think sometimes we do. We, it's just like when you're dating and they're like, "What kind of music do you like?" If somebody like laughs at like you know you liking a certain band, you kind of even though like it's just a band and it's just music, you're like, "Well, that's kind of like." Personal, you don't have you don't have to like the band, you don't have to like mm. the music, but you don't have to laugh at it. Like you don't have to be on Housewives anymore. You don't have to want to be on Housewives, but you don't have to trash it. What's her name? Um, another Lisa Vanderpump, I think, has navigated it with a little mm-hmm. bit more class because um, she's obviously very successful and she left Housewives not on great terms. You know, yep. she quit in a very after a very tough season. But she might trash individual housewives and make snarky remarks, but she doesn't bite the hand that feeds her. She's mm-hmm. still, you know, she'll say, I'd come back if things changed, or she's always nice to Andy. She still has pomp rules. But well, and, and I was going to say, and she has a successful spinoff show. Mm-hmm. Like that show's Something been Bethany around for never, 10 years now. Bethany had at least two spinoffs from Bravo. Yep. I've lost no count. Three Poss- spinoffs yeah. now. And neither of them, none of them went past the season. Well, and- so Bethany after Ever After, I think, was like two seasons, you know, and then then there was another Bethany and then and then her flipping with, was with the her flipping with oh, Frederick, at- was that on Bravo? Yeah, and that was a nightmare. Yeah. That and it, I mean, like from a behind the scenes production, yeah. it did not go well. Apparently they hate each other now. Yes, yes. I mean, she that's something with her. She walks in. She doesn't have a great reputation for that. She she plays producer. She plays she it's hard because she's meant for an ensemble cast. Her 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 personality is so intense. You need to put her in with other people. Small small doses of Mm. Bethany go a long way but she doesn't play well with others behind the scenes, allegedly. And she wants to be director, producer, studio exec, even when she's on an ensemble cast. So I'm interested to see it. I don't know if I'll watch it because I do love to hate her. So part of that means not. Look, we're talking about her. Exactly. Well, that's the thing is that in some ways she does keep winning. Like I think, she is a good, she's like a master of spin. And for her a lot, most of the time it's true. You know, um, any publicity is good publicity for her. She makes it I know, but I and, do click on those reels just to see how unhinged she is today. 
How what what is going to be her complaint about the receipt length at CVS? Or like what parking what airline is she gonna criticize the honey roasted peanuts? Like, you know, oh, there's God. always something. I actually I don't watch any of those. I'm just like, no, I'll watch a normal person do that, a quote unquote normal. I'll watch a normie do mm-hmm. that. I, I'm I'm more interested in hearing what they have to say. But I'm just like, I what think- is this? big successful person what psychotic minutiae what psychotic petty thing has she decided to focus on and take to her platform today so once in a while i do click to roll my eyes at her but i'm still watching it is like Be- bethany she is just like us <laughs> in some She's ways a, she is a karen if that's they still use that term it might be t- a year or two out of date she like yeah. pick fights with flight attendants she tries to get people fired I, I, so far i mean i'll admit i don't i don't want to be stuck in a room with her <laughs> mad at me like no i just I would just be like, I'd actually probably pretend to be asleep as she yelled at me. I'd just be like, whatever. Okay. Or maybe I'd pull up Kelly Benson and pretend and like pretend to like, you know, have a meltdown. Yeah. You know. It's, yeah. It's whatever. But I actually I'm that show will probably do pretty well. I can I think see it'll it. play to her strengths, you know. Yeah. And she does have someone to play off of. She has yeah. Kevin O'Leary. Mm-hmm. So I like I said, she's not meant for to be one person. Or she's not meant to be the focus. She needs other people to play off of. Um, there will be a revolving cast of business people she's judging or giving advice to. Maybe this is the kind of... And she gets to be in control. She's like Judge Judy. It's her giving her opinions. I hate to say it. Maybe she found a niche that... Yeah. As long as she can just some like, people can tolerate. Yeah, I hope I hope she did. You know, let's just like calm down and be happy for a while. Yeah, it's the holidays. We'll give. I don't know if it's much of a pass. It's like we'll give Bethany a pass. We just spent like fifteen minutes picking her apart. But she'd do the same to us. I tell you what, as as my birthday gift to her. Like, I would, I will stop talking about her for the rest of the month. <laughs> I guess that's the week. I think the week in review. Yeah. Hopefully PCT. next week, um, Nate will be back, cured yeah. of his RSV. Everybody remember out there, take your vitamin C, wear a mask. People are, it's not just COVID, man. It's the flu. It's RSV. Like people are sick out there. Let's have to a healthy, honest, happy December. I've been eating as part of my diet. I got those vitamin C chewables because mm-hmm. they're the closest thing to candy I should be eating. <laughs> so I have one like every few hours just because it's like, it's like eating a... You can't OD skill. on that. <laughs> I mean, you can? You can I mean, you can't have too much vitamin C. I mean, I don't think it's... You're probably not going to get it from a gummy, like, but you please don't eat the whole bottle. <laughs> City. We'll see. That that will be what fi- after all these years, it's it's vitamin C chewables <laughs> that send me to rehab. <laughs> on that note, make sure everyone to wish Stacy a happy birthday <laughs> on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Happy um, sixty-five. <laughs> make sure to rate, subscribe, and follow, and please share with your friends. Greatly appreciated. Every listen counts. Um, and follow us Instagram, Pretty Corrupt Podcast, TikTok, 
Pretty Corrupt Podcast. Twitter, Pretty Corrupt One. I, I feel like it's Christmas and we're signing off for the holidays, but nope. happy birthday, Stacey. <gasps> Thank you. My wish has come true. Yes. Like we do it.